Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Welcome to the Scummy Mummies Pod. Did I make you jump, Feed Lover? Oh, goodness. So buoyant. That's my podcast voice. I'm very excited to be here. It's the Scummy Mummies Podcast, and I'm Ellie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. Who are you, ladies? Well. Quick as you like. We can't do buoyant, can we? Blimey. Oh. No, we're going to immediately drag it down. Do you want there is a noticeable tone already, isn't it? Yeah. Feed Lover, you're Jane Garvey. That's it. And there's nothing great about that. <laughs> Either of those two things. Come on, broad. We're here, two broadcasting legends, mm. and Jane Garvey and Fee Glover. <laughs> Bubble. Yes. Uh, what, what would you describe the scene for us? Now, who, who chose it? Was this you, Jane? Was chose this spot. Yes. Describe the where we are, please. Well, it fits my kind of dystopian uh, mood. We are in the lower basement at old broadcasting house, sitting on some quite uncomfortable sofas. In mm. front of some black and white photographs of the building of Broadcasting House, and you can see the. I think and he's now. We don't like the sculptor, do we, Eric Gill? Because there's some very troubling stories about him. Oh, really? The guy who designed the old Broadcasting House, and there are some images of him, oh. frankly, polishing the statue of a nude boy. I think we better leave it there. Yeah, oh. yes, totally leave it yeah. there. Um, and this is the entrance to the radio theatre. It's the back entrance, isn't it? Stage entrance to the radio theatre. Yes. Did you snort? No. <laughs> We're at stage door. We who knows who's going to walk through these but doors? But also, we are just by the lifts, which yeah. is a little bit like... Okay, we've invited you out to up. dinner, and we yeah. put you by the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I just like that in this you know, famous building full of radio studios, mm. we are sitting... Uh, just outside some lifts in a, in a sort of lobby because yeah. we can't book a studio I'm they not are, senior enough I've only worked here 35 years where is my licence money going <laughs> good question this is what is it what is it £8 a year or something I don't know how yes, much it is exactly it just right. goes out you'd think for that I could have a room at the BBC all of my own no you, really? you've got to stay away dream on me. love oh well <laughs> anyway could you actually in all seriousness send that to the culture committee because <laughs> it's a point worth making <laughs> <laughs> We'd back you all the way, DCMS. Yeah. I'd be prepared to put an extra £5 on the licence if I could just come here once a year and just sit in one of your studios, maybe just have a coffee, um, do some emails. You've got a coffee, coffee, you miserable cow. Stop oh, complaining. Yeah, I know, oh, a very nice coffee. coffee. Thank you, Fee. Fee, backwing jumper queued up for that. Oh. <laughs> gone best part of an hour. The cafe, Leave it. The Cafe Nero has done very well out of you guys in the last, what, how long? Year? Because that's oh, where your yes, award-winning yes. comedy podcast mm. listener... Why are you doing those funny Why things are you doing finger quotes? I don't know. Comedy, because, you know, you've won a comedy award. Yeah, that was a bit weird. But that's wonderful. I, I cheered very loudly when I saw that on, on Twitter, announced many times. Um, it was very exciting. <laughs> not <least> by us. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to get away with anything here, are we? No, we're not. No, sorry. Since we might be up against it. Uh, we didn't intend it to be a comedy podcast, did we? An acerbic, slightly grumpy old woman moaning groaning podcast but comedy wasn't uppermost no not at all and originally we were commissioned as a podcast to look at uh, radio and decent audio that we'd heard from the archive all that week and then it just morphed into you know stories from Jane's backyard (laughs) <laughs> and what a backyard a little daffodil sprung out actually. Oh, do you know what as you get older and I do think this is a I don't know whether my colleague agrees you just appreciate the change in the seasons that, and my little daffodil came out yesterday when I was at work 
and I went busybodying out to my backyard and took a photo. Aww. Yeah. See? Yes. She does have a heart. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I think there's something really... Uh, it's lovely. The full back of nature is incredibly comforting the older you get. I think it? you need to cling to it, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, all right around it seems uncertain and challenging. Yeah, enough. I know. I get that. No, I think we might have lost their younger audience. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> true. I don't know about... died. I don't so. know about five minutes ago. Sorry. Should we press... Yeah. <laughs> we should say you've brought along you've brought along, along an accessory for today's podcast. I have. Helen. I bought a male Australian button which uh, generates Australian sayings that uh, that uh, are said by many a man in Australia. Cheers, mate. See, <laughs> so I just thought look, that's a nice little presence. There's so much vagina and oestrogen in mm. the podcast today. This, this this is a bit of gender balance. That is like a small plastic version of Sean Keaveney and I. Yes. <laughs> Sean, the man who wears shorts, whatever the weather. I think oh. there's a streak of Aussie in him, isn't there? Yeah, it is. Yes. Can, can you ask it questions like a magic eight ball? Well, like, um, are, we, are we going to be all right in a post-Brexit world? Crikey! <laughs> there we are. Hang on, this is a great thing. Hang on. on. We can't laugh at that fee. Balance. (laughs) That's an incredibly serious point you've just made. Well, I know. For balance, I know you're very anti-Brexit and you're very pro-Brexit, aren't you, Jane? That's right. (laughs) I'm not, no, I'm not pro or anti-anything. Never have been. Okay, sure. (laughs) What's in store for Jane's romantic life this year? No worries. (laughs) No worries. No worries. That sounds mildly more hopeful than I might have thought. That's on the up, Jane, I would think. It's hard to get any further down. 99 problems and a man ain't one. You could cover that. You'd do, you'd do, do a lovely job on that. I absolutely could cover that. <laughs> Who did the original? Uh, J- Jay-Z, I think. Yeah, I think it's Jay-Z. Is it? Okay. Right. Is that right? We had it at our wedding as the second song. I've got 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, why? That was my husband's choice. <laughs> we did... Um, Are you still uh, married? We, yeah, yeah Dinkum. <laughs> <laughs> that song anyway I'll, 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 I'll fact check that later it was some kind of rap that my you mother-in-law you think it was that song <laughs> yeah because it's really close to Phyllis Nelson's move close <laughs> Yeah. Easily could be only one of those songs. <laughs> it was either Jay Z or Sade. I just can't remember. Very drunk. Oh, anyway, I just remember Sade. my uh, mother-in-law looking worried and asking the DJ to turn it right off. Yeah. So anyway, has she looked worried for a long time? <laughs> she looked worried through the whole ceremony. Poor love. Anyway, yes. that's another. That's another day. What now, are, what are your questions? So listen, we've got you here today because we need help. Jane Garvey and Fee Glover. We need advice. We need wisdom. And you two were available. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's the thing, right? So our kids are still quite young. Your oldest is ten. Mine yes. is seven and four. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get we get a lot of emails from people as well saying we should do stuff about older kids and teenagers. But we don't know anything about that. We oh. haven't done that bit yet. And how old are, how old are your children? Uh, Nineteen and sixteen. 13 and 11. So you're, yes, you're, you're on the cusp, but you've, you, oh, you're nailing I'm it. I'm right in it. The mood swings in our house. <laughs> well, actually, the 19-year-old is at university, uh-huh. so that does... But do you know what? We've started to get on... Have we got, I mean, we've, we've always got on well, um, but she and I... We've had more conversations since she left than we'd had in the years leading up to her leaving. Mm. So maybe that I would say that if anyone is struggling with a 17-year-old who isn't very communicative, keep the faith, just hang around, be there, and maybe they'll reconnect or just notice you a bit more when they're not actually living with you. But what do you do when they're being absolutely awful? I mean, maybe yours wasn't awful, but if they're calling you <laughs> swear words and, you know... Not swear words, yes. Uh, I have been called swear words by my children, mm. yes. Um, this generation, I have to say, are foul-mouthed. <laughs> and I, I, Talking of Jay-Z, I, don't, I think the influence of music actually is considerable on their foul mouths. I was just thinking about this the other day. I, we did swear in my childhood, and my, but I've never heard my father swear. And he's alive and well, he's 85... In a way, I've heard my kids swear, for example. Mm. Oh. They are, really are a potty-mouthed bunch, this generation. Um, what was your question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just have to... You have to just... It's so unforgiving being the mother of teenagers because you can never do right. They are going to resent you. They will think you're a dickhead. But you know what? You have to... I've always thought being a parent was about being affectionate and reliable, and I've clung to that... 
because to be fair, that's exactly what my parents were to me. I actually still are. Um, I, I, can't, I can't do any better than that. So I just have stuck around. I've been there. I've been available to do the boring things they want a parent to do. They are not interested in me. They don't want me to be wildly eccentric, interesting, or, or, or peculiar in any way. And if are they quite embarrassed by the number of times you say vulva on national radio every week? Well, they've never heard me, so they're <laughs> totally unaffected by that. Although they do know, as they got older, I think the 19-year-old at university has actually met people who have listened to Woman's Hour. And I think that has been a little bit of a oh-my-God kind of experience because there are some young feministas, and they're brilliant people, who do listen to Woman's Hour because we do talk about those things that nobody else is talking about. So I think maybe that's made a tiny impression, but it is only tiny. Mm. And um, so I I do think being a... a Teenagers are horrible. They are utterly, utterly self-involved, self-centred. And I was a teenager once, and I was all of those horrible things I see in my own kids. And we were talking to Tracy Thorne, weren't we, um, last week on our Off podcast. of everything but the girl. Yes, yes. we yes. Love, both love Tracy. We really have fangirl moments with Tracy. I really do. She has written some of my favourite songs ever, so I'm in awe of her. But her book is brilliant as well. She's got a new book. And uh, it's called Another Planet. Is, is that right? Yes, it's called Another Planet, A Teenager in Suburbia. Yeah, and she includes her teenage diaries in that book. And she is as horrible and dismissive of, of her mother as I remember being of mine and as my kids have been of me. Mm. We're, we all just do it, we're vile, and then we just get a bit better. I'm afraid I haven't got any solutions. You've just no, you've just got to hang in there. You've just got to hang in there and take what little they give you. But you know, the funny thing is, every now and again, they do want to engage with you, and you have to be there so they can engage with you. So yeah. I'm afraid you do have to stick around to be ignored. For large parts of the time. You're like the, you know, smash the glass in the case of emergency. You just yes, have to be yes. on the side. Yeah. And and actually, like, I yeah. think your point about just picking the bits that you can do and sticking with them is so important. Because the, the teenage years are just so full of change, aren't they? Mm. And it's really hard, I think, unless you uh, are brilliantly honest and a bit weird, to really remember the swings and roundabouts of your own teenagerdom because it's a point of self-delusion isn't it that's the whole point of being a teenager is you're trying on all these different things and different moods and different styles and different likes and dislikes so you aren't really a person for a while Mm. so I think if your parents if all they can give you is just really solid this is who I am bounce off me Mm. then that you are actually doing them a huge favour and mine have yet to reach that very difficult teenage phase but funny enough we were talking about this last night about whether or not you have to have a difficult teenage phase because actually especially for my older one uh, being right at the start of teenage years um, I think you can almost sell it too much as a rock and roll you know time of oblivion because I can sense from both of them um, they're a little bit you know, do we have to? <laughs> do we have to go off the rails? Yeah, and you don't have to. I, I didn't, and you don't have to, and you don't have to. No. But you, but, but so you, you're, you're biding your time, Jane. I feel like it could be my eighties are going to be big because yeah. women in my family touch wood. That's not wood. Oh God, I'm going to die on the way. Leather. Yes. They, they live <laughs> a long leather. time. They do live paper. a long time. trees. Yes. Um, so yeah, my eighties could really be absolutely extraordinary. No, I didn't do drugs. I didn't do sex in my teenage years. I just did incredibly self-involved, moody git mm. to the exclusion of just about everything else. I was utterly, unpardonably awful. <laughs> but do you remember that uh, wonderful sensation of your parents just remaining the same? Because actually, Tracy Thorne's a good point. Mm. She makes a good point, doesn't she, that her mum had quite a crap time yes, during was, her teenage yeah. years to the point of needing you know, a bit of help and medication, which back in those days was pop along to your GP and get tranquilizers. Mm. Uh, and actually, that's terrifying as a teenager, I think, because you do. You mm. just want that solid, boring, dull mm. yeah. there all mm. the time. It's funny. So you want your parents to basically be like the archers. You don't really want to hear it. But you like that it's there and yeah. it's never going away. I love the Archers. Do well, you not like the Archers? I, I listened to the Archers. I had to stop listening when there was the thing with the Rob uh, and Helen. Helen. That was very upsetting. And I've recently got back into it. It's good at the moment. Oh, I've got to dip back in. Yeah, I went off. Helen's got a new lover. Oh, that's 
God. Oh. Which she richly deserved. Yeah, she does. She's had a hard time. I just I, hope he's a good one. I like it when they have a conversation about Brexit because it because it has to be balanced because it's the BBC. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> well, well I like, don't. Yes, I yes, absolutely. What yeah. are we going to do about the fruit pickers? You voted so, leave. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I did it with the bet. Yes. I, yes. I, 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 and I you voted it. remain, if you recall. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do recall. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Keys in the door. <laughs> newspaper from you Ellie yeah so I mean you didn't do uh, drugs did you do drugs <laughs> um, Fee oh gosh what a fantastic <laughs> question that is a good question yeah hello kids if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> no did you do the, did you do the sex the drugs the... or are you just running through fields of wheat <laughs> no fields of wheat at all uh, so I was quite a precocious teenager mm-hmm. uh, I'm the younger of two girls uh, so I always wanted to do whatever my sister was doing at the same time even though there's two and a half years between us uh, I was uh, saying to my kids only uh, last week I started smoking when I was I had my first cigarette when I was 12 Wow. What the Badass. F? Were you a beagle? Terrible. What were you doing? Were <laughs> you in a laboratory? She has got quite long ears. She's quite sensitive. <laughs> so, sorry about that, darling. Do you know what? It was I just... don't notice your ears. No, but other, it's, other people do. do. Other people do well, now you've said it. So uh, so your ears keep growing. Don't, don't give me another complex. No, okay, Carol. So many. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> fags. Yeah, do you know what? We would, so this was in a um, you know, small market town in the middle of nowhere. Uh, with not very much else going on. And the awful thing is that you couldn't buy booze because, we, you know, we definitely didn't look 18. But the shopkeepers turned a blind eye to us buying fags. Of course they knew we were under 16. Yeah. I mean, I looked about eight. I was tiny. Four foot six. Yeah. Pop rending else. <laughs> so we started smoking yeah. really young. <laughs> oh, she's dropped them out of the pram. Look. <laughs> Pick him up. <laughs> but it's, it's a lifelong addiction. It's, yeah. a, it's a dreadful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I look back on it and I'm in, you know, I'm not I'm not crowing about it at all or saying, hey, look at me. I think it's absolutely effing appalling that someone sold us back so young. Yeah. Hello, nice, nice to see you. Um, <laughs> uh, so I did do drinking, yeah, yeah. definitely did uh, you know, um, underage drinking again. You just think now you just wouldn't get away with it because everyone needs an idea. What, what was your teenage drink of choice? Oh, what was this your is terrible. Signature drink. We all used to put a pound in the pot, and one of us would have to go up to Oddbins in Winchester on a Friday night <laughs> and buy a bottle of Cinzano. <gasps> oh, nice! And what would you would you mix it with no. something? No. Just go neat. Yeah. Cinzano. Pass it round as well. Oh, swigging would you like Cinzano with some glandular fever attached mm, to it. Yes. Delicious. <laughs> and a bonus cold yeah. sore. Lovely. <laughs> That's quite a popular cocktail yes. in. So no, all of that, yeah. and I'm very happy, and I wouldn't advocate this at all because I think it is parental choice, but I'm very happy to be quite honest with my kids about my own teenage experiences because uh, I regret some of them, hugely, hugely regret some of them, uh, and some of them I didn't mind at all, and I don't think that it's entirely healthy uh, to always just say it's the law you can't do it I think kids need a little bit more explanation about mm. the age limits on things why you can't do certain things mm. what the genuine dangers are so that kind of well the law says you can't do this until you're 18 so you can't I would rather say do you know what I tried this and it was rubbish you know got me into this trouble and that trouble but I didn't do you know I didn't end up in prison and I didn't take huge amounts of drugs so you know, th- there's a caveat in there. I'm not letting myself down too much. Although I probably won't work on Radio Four again. <laughs> well, a few more shifts for other people. <laughs> Such a bad thing. Yeah. Move aside for the youth. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, that's the big the thing because my daughter is ten and she's just started asking me about the sex and all that sort of stuff because I gave her a book and she loves reading about it and she even took it to school and she said we had a puberty club and she got other girls to pass it around and and read it was it the story of O? (laughs) (laughs) so she's very interested about periods she keeps thinking she's going to get her period any day now well I don't blame her and periods are in primary schools now in a way that they weren't really in our friends of hers were starting at nine 
back in the 40s. Oh, so it's not just the it hormones isn't. in the no, milk, Jane. It, it's not, actually. <laughs> I, I think that has always been a thing. Mm. I don't think it's as much... It, it was as much of a thing. Well, there's emoticon mm. for it now as well, of course, because there was a big campaign. Oh, God for that. Yeah, I struggled to get excited about Is there yeah. an HRT? <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot flash of a woman. <laughs> there yeah. bloody well should be. Is there one looking lady? But do the, so do the boys stay in for all of those conversations? No, they no, so they separated them off so the boys obviously had the hairy face and I don't know what, what happened yes, oh, I don't really chat. understand that and that maybe I'm just not there but why can't they all know yeah, everything that everybody's well, I think, doing I think it's so yeah because we started talking about periods the other day in front of Hugo who's seven and I thought that was really good I'm sure I've got three brothers my mum would have never said anything about no. that in front of them no because they'd have just been like <laughs> that's Australian men for you I did used to worry, perhaps a bit like your daughter, because nobody ever really said, and I come from a family where actually, to be fair, we did talk quite frankly about stuff, but nobody ever really explained how period started. So I thought it would be with a gush of blood that I would be in assembly and all of a sudden pool of blood (laughs) on the floor and I'd be carried out and everyone would know. Uh, and I wish someone had just said, actually, you just yeah. go to the loo and there's a bit of a streak in your gusset. Yes, so exactly. Don't worry it's a bit about mucky. And, and it's a bit of a, yeah. a, bit of a shock because you weren't expecting it, or you were, but you didn't know when it was going to happen. Um, and I, I think maybe girls could be reassured just by being really, really frank about it. Yes, um, and, just, and also just normal. So, I mean, I, I am all in favour of lots of, of health and sex mm, education mm. in schools, but equally... I think it can sometimes uh, lay on a sense of importance and difficulty that shouldn't be associated with stuff. So, you know, if you have a special lesson about periods, it becomes a special thing. Actually, if you just talked about it for ten minutes every week at the end of some other class, maybe geography, uh, then, you know... (laughs) A bit bit of the Tudors, then a bit of feminine hygiene products. I wonder wonder whether or not Anne Boleyn had regular periods, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Let's look at history exclusively through the prism of... Women from history's menstrual cycles. That sounds like an item on Woman's Hour. I've done it. Like, Surely that's, <laughs> sure that's a book you've reviewed or something, isn't it? I'm sure there's a PhD on the blob <laughs> through history. On the blob, yeah. <laughs> on the blob through history. Bye. <laughs> say on the blob anymore do they I said it the other day when we I said it the other day on the blob yes I said it I can't remember why I don't know it's a great saying we should bring it back put on a t-shirt hashtag on the blob (laughs) (laughs) maybe you told me to go fuck fuck myself and I said are you on the blob or something that feels yeah that's oh no that was right we did a show we did a show somewhere it was on stage Mm. and I have a bit in the audience where I asked the audience I asked an audience member and when was the last time they had sex she said you ask your audience when they last had sex. Oh, just, just, just general chit chat. Yeah. And she said... People, people volunteer a lot of information when they're on the spot in front of... So, yeah. Oh, they tell us all sorts. Um, yeah, one day, one time a lady said, oh, yeah, we did it last week, but, you know, nothing, you know, just one leg out of the pyjamas. <laughs> well, I think many of us can... Um... <laughs> yes. <laughs> and maintenance. Helen's done it one leg out of the pyjamas. I prefer a clean leg. Do I you? prefer to discard them completely and let myself go. You are a launch pot. <laughs> really are. She fully commits. Yeah, she absolutely commits. She's not Every half fibre or half of being. I keep me top of my socks on. Lovely. It is chilly at the moment. Oh my god, like you're about to have a smear test. Oh Just the bottoms off, love. <laughs> They're still young, aren't they? They are. <laughs> Move on to your next question. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next question? Um, I was going to ask about saying goodbye to things because it feels like at the moment I had, a, had a, a moment yesterday where I went into the garden and I found one of Hugo's old trucks and he doesn't play with trucks anymore and I just kind of left it. I've left it there. I mean, because I'm lazy, um, but <laughs> there was something about like he's not going to play with that anymore. And everything was about trucks and diggers for many years and now he's sort of seven and all grown up and Lego-y. Um, but, but how do you kind of deal with that saying goodbye to each phase? Because it feels like you're just always saying... Well, you should definitely do this one first, preeminent senior partner. Because saying goodbye to your oh, God, child she went to in a different place yeah. is massive, isn't it? Uh, actually, I couldn't take my daughter to university uh, 
well, actually, she asked me not to take her. Yeah. Because I'm divorced and she lives with me, um, but sees her dad sort of um, all too bloody frequently. The bloke's always turning up. Anyway, uh, we've all seen enough of that man. <laughs> Get off my television, Charles. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, um, she's got a very bad cough at the moment. This time of year, he always gets a cough, and it's at this time of year I'm reminded why I'm really glad we're not married. <laughs> He's all right. He knows. I think this, but he's was that what you cited in the papers? Unreasonable coughing. <laughs> well, actually, it would have been on the bloody form. Anyway, uh, he, um, so she said, "Look, I want, I want him to take oh, I me." I feel like um, sending him some lozenges. Please <laughs> sort it out. I don't want you to take. So I didn't take it, and actually, it is genuinely heartbreaking because your child leaves, and that, the, the hall, our hall, was just full of her possessions that she was taking away with her. But you know what? They're always bloody back. Their yeah, holidays go on forever. They've got reading weeks. They don't do any work anyway. Yeah. So I think I was a bit over the top, but I remember the car puffing off down the street and just standing in the hall thinking, what happened? And I went back. I did the one... This is a very peculiar thing, but I think perhaps parents, mothers could relate to this. I just went up to her room and on automatic pilot stripped her bed oh. and just put the sheets, then put the sheets on a wash. <laughs> And then underneath her bed, I caught a glimpse of all... You're talking about leaving things in trucks, and I do understand that. All her cuddly toys. So there was Mrs Goggins. Um, you know, all those things she'd really love. You know, Postman yeah. Pat stuff, but other stuff as well. The tweenies. Uh, and, and then you built a huge bonfire. <laughs> opened a bottle of Cinzano. Sort the whole thing. I'm the mother of the year. So <laughs> got a tattoo. <laughs> I came round with the fags. <laughs> The 80s starts here. And we talked about our comedy award, and all of a sudden, <laughs> no, it was it was a moment. Ooh. But we'll all uh, that's you know as soon as you bloody have them, I suppose in a way you're preparing for them to leave because mm. you want them to be independent-minded. Yeah, all the rest of it, and then the little sods right. actually do it, and you think, oh, okay, so what happened to that? Yeah. Uh, However, like I say, she was, she was back for five weeks at Christmas. <laughs> it's quite a lot. I forget how long a time. Oh, it's, it's never there in It's preposterous. Yeah. Oh, it's preposterous. Yeah. Yeah. But when she came back, was was she? Was there a change? Was it a bit? Did you have to kind of get to know each other again? No, no. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but also, you said that the thing you have to understand now is that you can't really know what they're up to. So she'd go out for the evening, and I would sort of tentatively say, "What time did?" Well, I don't know. And you think, of course not, no. And I suppose I've got no right to know because you've been living away from home for X number of weeks and I've never really known what you're doing. Mm. I do know what she's doing because she gets deliveries on my bloody account. (laughs) I was was saying this to Fee yesterday. It was 20 past three in the afternoon. She was ordering breakfast. Ordered breakfast, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From where? Who, who, who even delivers breakfast? Oh, Itsu, that's not a breakfast establishment. <laughs> well, it was her breakfast. <laughs> a lovely breakfast sushi. Lovely sushi breakfast. Mm, that's she's a seven. vegetarian. Oh, is she? Yeah. Like a full, full vegetarian. Uh, well, she's just like every other 19-year-old in Britain. She's a vegetarian. I don't know what kind of vegetarian 19-year-old <laughs> British people are, but yes. uh, it's a vegetarian vegetarian. Oh, right, so no, yeah. no, no fish, no yeah. chicken. Because no. at the moment, my eldest is seven, and I, I'd say to him regularly, you know, you can live here forever if you like. You never have to move out. Is that a mistake? No. Am I going to regret that? I yes. have said that to both my children. No, don't, but I please think don't leave. can take advantage. Yeah, they, yeah. they actually mm. will stay, whereas my girls I know will go. But you yeah. know the keeping of things. Uh, I'm not terribly uh, organised. Everything's just shoved in cupboards and drawers and all that kind of stuff. Uh, which sometimes. <laughs> I was saying Marie Kondo it's, around. It's difficult. Oh, that's for a whole other podcast. All right. Well, oh, we'll do you do. not like Marie Kondo? Oh, I do like Marie Kondo. I find her really one of the strangest, most chilling people on television. <gasps> do you? Yes. She's adorable. Chilling. In what way? Chilling. There is need to shout, Ellie. I do. It's Marie Kondo. <laughs> I, but she's a, a treasure from the Lord sent to service. I will not hear a word against her. <laughs> There's something so chilling about that level, that need to have that level of tidiness and T-shirts all in the same square thingamajigginess in your life. Yeah, who would do that? Who would do... Wow, oh what a weirdo. Yeah. Do you do that? Oh. I bet she arranges them by colour as well, something I would never do. What a weirdo. Do you do, what, do, you what, do what, that? Yep. 
Okay, yeah. so is, uh, okay, so so oh, we yeah. are poles apart then in terms right. of our parenting draws, right? Because for years and years and years, my kids have worn pants that are too tight, too big. <laughs> Somebody else's, sometimes <laughs> yours. Sometimes my daughter will come in in the, the morning with tights that come up to here. I'm just doing a half thigh move. Yes. Goes, yeah, mummy, I don't think these fit anymore. <laughs> and I'll look at them, and they're you know they say aged five. <laughs> She's eleven, so I'm not terribly good at keeping up with all that type of stuff. So I shove everything in uh, in drawers and just leave it but and I've got two trunks for the kids not to put the kids in <laughs> don't leave the podcast here she's, she's bad but not that bad <laughs> yeah. which I just throw things that I think that they might want to look at or I might want to look at later in life so there's just all a mess mm. but occasionally when I open those trunks what a thing of glory that is because there are disused handkerchiefs. <laughs> lovely, <laughs> no. Healthy. No. There are just really lovely bits and pieces. They're toys and the odd piece of clothing. And Do you all save all that. the artwork? I struggle with how no. much artwork So save. just occasionally yeah. I'll shove a bit of artwork. Literally, lift up the trunk, shove it in, close the trunk. Perfect. Know, that's that's yeah. for a later date. But glorious things. Glorious things to keep. And I always really feel for people who... Um, uh, you know, lose all their possessions in house fires or, you know, yeah. whatever it is. It must be so strange to have nothing from your no childhood at all. Yeah. Because it's really lovely to remember them when they were tinier and lovely. Because you just pick out the good memories as well, don't you? You leave Absolutely. behind all of the, I'm so tired, I'm going to have a heart attack. That's right. Is that what you get? Yeah, and I just I'm so tired, tired, I'm going to have a heart attack. Oh my God, I remember sometimes, I'm not, you know, sleep's not a great... It's not one of my fortes anyway. But this is you saying, I'm so tired, I'm going to have a heart attack. Yes, don't you remember that feeling sometimes when you had to get, especially with two, when you had to get the older one to school or something. Oh, God, yeah. And you up all night with the baby. Yeah. And you just thought... I'm not sure, you know, I'm yeah, not no, sure I'm going to get to the end yeah. of this day, actually. It's mm. like wading through treacle. Yes. And I was very snappy at anybody, like the, mm. the postman, the person in the supermarket. I'd be just like, just give me the thing! And yes, I'd just be not myself. Yeah. Mm. Not and a but you horrible see, somebody, of me. If, if you're not careful, somebody will find that truck mm. in years to come in your back garden and either think it's a terrible scene of crime and yes. the entire <laughs> thing's going on. Uh, wash it off and put it in a nice box I yes think. so yes. yeah but you should pick yeah. it up and shove it in a box because they're not I think those things are important yeah. we're all very good at being kind of uh, uh, you know wonderfully honest about the crap of parenthood but it is tiny stuff like that isn't it that's oh, just joy for just joy just delicious oh, I lovely. do love them things a lot things that spark joy yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's a Marie Kondo saying. Oh. There you are. See, maybe you do have something in common with you her. Do. You've taken against me now. I don't like that. I, I'm, I'm like Jane. I'm neither for or against. Leave nor remain. I'm, <laughs> she's so fucking for. She gave me that book a couple of years. I only half read it, but I half read most books. So I did. I don't think you've ever finished a book. I have. I finished um, the Thornbirds. <laughs> Viv Grosskop's book, the uh, Art of Owning yeah, a Room. That was five years ago. Yeah, yeah. no, oh. the first one about stand up. What else did I finish? Uh, Test of the D'Urbervilles in year eleven. Uh, <laughs> well done. Some, I didn't finish that. That's some, very impressive. Some books I have read. Excellent. Some of. Yes. Well this, this is the well book done, review me. section. Of the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's just still about the I've, I've got into audio books. My That's front row. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Sorry, hey. Marilla. Um, what was going to say? I think we've covered all the, the, the family chat, haven't we? Yeah, I think you've told us how to raise our children. You know That's what I was what we thinking wanted. the other day, actually, about uh, thinking the things that aren't going to happen again, is you'll never, none of us will ever know the last time we walked down the street holding our child's hand. You know, you do those things, it's oh. obviously... Well, we do do Why it. Why have you said that? Oh, because <laughs> it's true. Why to bring us down? for a little while, they're so happy, they're skipping along, la, 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 and then one day, they don't do it anymore, and then they'll never, ever... Do it again. Yeah. Oh my god. That's Until so like you're on your like deathbed. That. When you're on your deathbed, they'll hold your hand, they will oh, cheer you up. Cheer me up. Oh, cheer up. Yeah, no, I'll that's, bring it you're to absolutely death. right. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, Jane Garvey. Thanks so much. I'm with you, Garv, because there's that really lovely thing, isn't it, when they're tiny, where they seek out your hand. Whenever you're walking next oh, to them, just... a little hand comes up to yeah. me because they want right. to do it. You're right, you know, that's uh, I mean I quite often hand. try to hold Jane's hand and she's very unforgiving. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's quite an intimate thing. This hand holding is, yeah. you know, it's the start of it's, it's the start of a snog, isn't it? When you hold hands first. Oh, I love holding hands it's with people. It's nice, isn't it? It's, 
way better than sex, don't you think? Less mucky, and you 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 ended up the clear. Plus, you can't get pregnant as a woman's air presenter. I know that. <laughs> yeah. It's my sure? duty so to bring that to the nation. I'm okay. almost sure. Yeah, you should, but there used to be a sign in Crystal Palace, a, a bus poster shelter, and it, it just had a picture of a girl with her arms folded, and it just said, "Yes, you can get pregnant standing up." So I think you know you, you could you could do public health there in a yeah. bus shelter yeah. deliberately Ooh. in a bus shelter. Ooh. I mean, South East London, classy it's its own, area. It's got its own culture. It's not much of a confession, this, but I've never got pregnant standing up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you been? Oh, she doesn't remember. I don't, I don't remember been. doing it standing up. You've never done it standing up? No, but like bending over. I mean, this is too much. No, 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 no it is no, too much. If you start doing things like that, we'll have to go. I know, sorry. I certainly can't contribute. No, also, I'm five foot one, so unless I find, um, I've ever found. One of the crankies. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming back. It is. Well, oh, my crankies. Is Cracker Jack. Cracker I Jack. never liked it, so oh. I'm just not bothered. No. I'm more excited at the return of Bergerac. Oh, no, I didn't like that either. Oh, Bergerac, it just says so much, doesn't it? Oh, like, the God, rest you're of in the a jack. Exactly. <laughs> Driving around. It's doing all those gritty, scandy, noir, ultimate-type yeah. twisting thriller. And we've got the most benign, non-dom tax offshoot <laughs> island. But it was still murder, <laughs> wasn't it? Oh. Was it murder in Bergerac? I can't remember. I don't know. I think occasionally some, you know, fake diamonds got I always get it mixed up with Howard's Way. I can't separate it's the two. It's very similar. Howard's very Way similar. was a work of genius. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, was, I was partial to Morse. I did like oh, Morse. Oh, no, Morse too. is class. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a photo outside the police station in Oxford when I was a young student. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks times. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great story. <laughs> it's it's so really good. I really enjoyed that. Should I just... G'day, mate. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Yeah. All right. I think so. Now, we want to blow some smoke up your ass about your podcast. Can we do that for a few minutes? Oh, uh, yes. Women. Um, as long as you like. Yeah, great. Good. So tell us, uh, tell us about, fortunately, how that all came about. How did it come about? Well, because years... Was, how many years ago was it that Fee and I co-hosted the radio festival? That yeah, we was did it. 2013. Was it? Six okay. years ago. I thought you were going to okay. say 20 years ago. We did it two years running, and the first year I thought we were really good, and the second year not so good. But and people this, didn't notice this. They didn't They notice. remembered our jokes from the first, first time, time around. Right. Again. They just went with it. And the second year, I don't think I took any clothes with me, so I had to wear the same thing twice. I remember that. Terrible. Yes, you'd bought... You'd accidentally bought... had an bought, accident, hadn't I? You'd bought one... Very nice size ten shift dress, and then you hadn't checked the other one, and it was a size sixteen. So on the on day one right. you looked svelte and appealing, and on day two it's a little like the before and after. Pregnant with triplets, <laughs> weight loss. She's been but standing the wrong up. 
She found one of the crankies. Uh, anyway, for whatever reason, uh, but that was ages ago. Was that the reason we ended up doing a podcast in 2018? I can't believe it. Anyway. Yeah, so the idea was that we would do, um, that we'd do a programme together where we, because we really enjoyed just chatting to each other in the green room before going on stage. It's a two-day festival, yeah. and our only job was to go and introduce people, so we had loads of time to sit in the in the dressing room eating misshapen chocolate and drinking coffee and I actually didn't know you terribly well even though we worked well, on the same well do you know the terrible confession is that for a long time although we did both work on Five Live at the same time I avoided her so oh, I was, why? well because I was a, just a little bit cross what, why? well I think this is, doesn't show me in a terribly good light but um perhaps a bit jealous <gasps> jealous? <gasps> jealous? but you see the strange thing is I felt very much the same way about Jane, but I felt very intimidated because I'd arrived on Five Live much later. Jane's the you much know, later. I'm very sister much older. Yes, of, of the station, mm. uh, and I—it's that funny thing, isn't it? I imagine like joining school halfway through. I just always felt like the new girl, even when I've been there eight years. I felt like the new girl. So we didn't, we weren't, you know, we weren't friends friends, were we? No. At all. And so, but anyway, we had a nice time in the dressing room and, and I think the idea was to try and get a show off the ground where we sat and nattered first and then, you know, then did something. Uh, but it did start, the podcast did start off being a radio review programme. Mm. I think it, what, what annoyed, to make a semi-serious point, Radio 4 wanted to move into podcasts, didn't they? They weren't yeah. quite sure how to go about it, but naturally they started by commissioning podcasts done by men. Yeah, oh, and it, it's how almost, unusual. Yes, it, absolutely. Yes. Well, they are better at most things, Jane, let's <laughs> well, be fair. Let's be fair. I do know that. <laughs> I know that men excel in every department. Uh, and Certainly emotional intelligence. <laughs> Hygiene. <laughs> What's he going to say this time? You were <laughs> Exactly. Uh, and so, I'm not going to name names, but they did commission some part. And, and I remember thinking, why have they done this when I know I can talk shit without a script as well as any man? Possibly better than a lot of others. Um, so, why haven't they asked me or another lady to do this so um, in the end somebody thought it might be a jolly good idea to ask the lady folk and it, we we have been more successful than certainly we expected and also I think all of the men put together well I think maybe yeah. more than the BBC expected I, yeah. I mean it's unlike me to slag off my employer but well let's put it another way so you're not you slagging off okay please do employer. help me I think yeah. we have proved something quite interesting uh, to the BBC, which is the what may have always been rather condemned as the inane, meandering conversation of middle-aged women, is actually, for many people, A, the stuff of their own lives, B, worth eavesdropping on, and C, you know, randomly funny. Yes. You know, in exactly the same way that so many of uh, the other podcasts commissioned are men talking about sport or talking about politics or talking about ideas... Great, you know I love listening to them, so I'm not condemning them. No, I love no. them too. Yeah. But it it wasn't kind of working the other way round that women's yeah. normal chatty conversation was being yeah. reflected. I so. want to hear a story about someone having their photo taken outside the Inspector Morse Police Station. Very much. That's so. what I'm tuning. You could what say that's niche. <laughs> There will be a market for that podcast. Yes. I just photo of myself on the steps of the Cosby house. That had to come out of the <gasps> toilet. That had to go down. Oh, yeah. So many of our dreams have been shattered. Mm. Yeah. yeah. On that, I, I interviewed Rolf Harris um, <gasps> when I was oh, well into my 40s. It must have been for something. I think it was for Woman's Hour, actually. Or maybe it wasn't. Anyway. Um, and I was on my own in a room with him. And I have to say, obviously, I was not of interest to Rolf Harris. Also, I was a capable woman uh, of in already early middle age who could handle just about anything but I went away really admiring the guy he had been utterly charming professional really engaged with me on whatever it was we were talking about Mm. Um, I can't remember what we were talking about and yeah I I thought back to that actually and thought about how uneasy it makes me feel because I'm always being asked have you ever been sexually harassed at work or, or indeed bullied and the honest answer for me about my experience has been no mm. I have never been bullied I have never been harassed I have never I just haven't and but is it because I've always been a gobby little shit who can um 
handle herself or would just have gone trotting off to complain if anything had happened? I, I don't know. I, I, I really... What about you? Uh, so my answer would be exactly the same and uh, I suspect for very similar reasons. You know, I think it's... Well, I mean, it's just a fact, isn't it? The slightly more vulnerable... Uh, oh, yeah, people no, become the makes you so upset about the it. targets, mm. but also I see. I think being on, you know, being the person on air, you you know, you kind of don't. Uh, I can't go these days. It's a powerful place to be, isn't it? Because yeah. Because I, I assume that that any bloke who thought, oh, I'm going to have a bit of a dither there, would then check himself against the possibility of immediately being found out and shamed and broadcast mm. and talked about. So we're lucky, aren't we? I think the danger, the terrible thing, and you may want to cut all of this out, and obviously I don't mind if you do, but I think that the terrible thing that all of us uh, in strong positions have to ask ourselves is whether or not we've ever slightly turned a blind eye or just decided not to notice or... It's still not noticing, actually. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about well, that's that. That's worrying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. right. Yes, yeah. but anyway, back to the you know hilarious <laughs> points about the success of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, all of that. Back to you know, nailing it. No, yes. no, but those two things are linked, aren't yeah. they? Because actually, if you give more credence to women just talking about stuff, mm. then you will invariably have many more informative conversations about all of the big stuff, the important stuff, the silly stuff, the fluff in between. Mm. And and actually, that's been missing. I've often felt, you know. Women have had to sound like men on air. Yeah, I think that's yeah. extremely authoritative and in charge. I'm terribly in charge. Or you've had to do that thing where you laugh at every joke that the more yeah. important man who does the ten past eight interview does. Mm. You know, neither things are no. Uh, great. No, and and what your podcast is is, and I I know this term's bandied about. It's an authentic chat. Your self-deprecating. I can't stand <laughs> But you take the piss out of yourselves, each other, sometimes the guest, and you don't get that on Woman's Hour. You don't get that on the, the, She's the news. She's banned from a five-mile radius around my house. <laughs> That's lovely. But can't what, come anywhere near it. I, what I think people love about your podcast, and, and probably a little bit about ours, is your friendship and how that... And, and, and you keep referring back to things that happened, you know, two months ago. So you're seeing this lovely friendship kind of develop and, and you, you get more, um, what's it called, rude about each other yeah. as, as the podcast goes on, <laughs> which is true. delightful, which it's is delightful. True. I think as well, without being too pompous about it, most women's sanity is, if you are sane, and I'm really not sure I am, <laughs> um, it is preserved by the strength of my female friendships. And I think, yeah. um, you know, particularly yeah, like totally over the last five or six years, you know, it's, it's tough, it's not not easy. Mm. Life's not easy for any of us, and I'm immensely privileged in all sorts of ways. But you know, bloody hell, if I didn't have friends I could talk to, and over the last decade or so, if I hadn't had people I could a hundred percent rely on, mm. um, I really would have lost my marbles. I think, and I, yeah. I, I do think that needs to be emphasised just how important it is mm. in the lives of most women. Mm. When and Megan I, on Love Island, which I know you watched, Jane, yes. you, last summer, and she said, oh, I don't have any women Well, that friends. was, to me, that was a massive... In fact, my eldest daughter noticed that too, and I, I think it's, it's a massive warning. Uh, you, 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 it's a huge concern to me if a woman can say that, because I'd really worry about her long-term future, because mm. if you think you don't need friends in your 20s, Love, I've got news for you. In your yeah. 50s, you really are going to need yeah. friends. And you can't just click your fingers and, and get old friends. There's a certain amount of work involved here. Yeah. And um, you've got to keep it going. I must ring for you sometime, actually, see how she's getting on. <laughs> um, now she's but, split up with Wes. Now where is she? Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Well, where, never mind Wes. No, I've got my doubts about him as well, actually. I never liked him. Also, what I was Laura was marvellous. He didn't know what he had there. Anyway. She, no, I agree. Anyway, no I'm idea what they're Bob. saying. Love Island. It's oh. almost as good as The Archers. Almost. <laughs> the almost. other thing about podcasts and the impact it's had on me is I can't write scripts anymore. For, for radio programmes because what's the point hmm. Fee and I have had I'm genuinely I'm really proud of the fact that we built up Fortunately which was initially listened to by sorry sorry which was initially listened to by six people and is now listened to by 300,000 there we are wow and we, we've done that so we had no advertising or mm. marketing because actually I think Radio 4 were a little circumspect about <laughs> <some of the beginning. laughs> Yes. Um, 
So, so you can do that, but obviously we, we are, um, the BBC is funded by the licence payer, so we've got to be a bit careful about this, but it has been um, uh, my yeah. own little... I, I'm really chuffed about the fact that we've done that. And we yes. have, we've largely done it on our own. Uh, and that is brilliant. And is, we have, we've put a marker down, but also I can no longer type, sit in the Women's Hour office typing, Good morning on the programme today. We're going to talk about... Da, 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 da. Yes. And, wrote a novel in 19... Oh. She's back now with her blah, second... Blah, blah. So I just... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I have slightly... FGM, blah, blah, blah. No, no, stop. <laughs> I have lost the plot about writing scripts, so I just say, look, just give me the subject of the conversation of the person I'm talking to, and I'll... We'll do it. Oh, really? So but doing I, podcasts has changed... Well, there was yeah, a radio. Yeah, I, I think it, to say how I it absolutely has. Because yeah. like, Woman's Hour is live, so it doesn't need to sound perfect. Mm. And it isn't perfect, certainly not when I'm doing it. It's always going to be ramshackle, and I want people to tell it's live. In fact, yesterday we were talking about vaccinations, and this is a, you know, an interesting one for you, but um, we didn't. We had um, a public health doctor, a brilliant woman called Helen Bedford, and a, a social sciences researcher, and we didn't have an anti-vaxxer on the programme, because you know what? Mm. Vaccination... There is no argument yeah. against vaccinating your child for me. Says I, I hope that it doesn't upset anybody listening, but please get your kids vaccinated. Absolutely. Um, and we had Twitter on the screen in front of us, and there were almost immediately people tweeting to say, typical bias, they haven't got anyone on the other side of the argument. And it... Anyway, we were... It's I not was, an argument. Oh, anyway, we were weaving yeah, well, these tweets into the conversation. Presumably they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I know there are some people who, for various health reasons, you've got to be careful about the kind of vaccinations they have. I do understand yeah. that. But please, please listen to the people who really know about what measles can do to kids. Mm. Yeah, and I'm, well, interestingly, Helen is actually very anti-vac. Good. So let's talk about that now. I just cover them in mud. Yeah. I, I, they eat leaves. No, I listened. I listened. I was listening to it yesterday, and I said I was just yes shouting at the radio, going, "Yes, you've got to vaccinate." And then you talked about how. Um, well we all are and then this introduction the reintroduction of measles and people don't realise people would die like my mother-in-law had polio and that was horrible she couldn't walk for a year shit like that being ill is shit shit horrible stuff and I just thought you privileged pricks who think yeah, well, they can kind of rise above it? Sorry. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I was just getting very cross as I was lying down doing my yoga mm. to woman's hour. You had to, you had to go and look at that photograph of yourself outside that police station just to calm <laughs> oh, down. Oh, oh, where are you? When we need have you. you still got it? I would like to see that. All oh, right, oh, I'll, 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 <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah. I, I did yeah. also take a Put photo of myself uh, when I was in Belfast, next to the wall, looking sad. Oh, yeah, reflective. So, yeah, <laughs> and I, 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 I graffitied, give peace you a chance. You know that one's fact oh, and one's fiction don't you? <laughs> 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 yeah one, one is quite a serious period in Ireland's history the troubles is not a box yeah, it was a thing oh, uh, the commitments anyway John Thor could have sorted it out though let's be honest if only they'd send him over yes so what's next for, for Fortunately? Obviously you've had us on, so you've peaked. We have peaked. Yeah. Um, have, you, have you got a dream guest who you absolutely love to... No, can I on? just say that, you, uh, that um, you two were fantastic guests? And you know when we were just Don't chatting? No, no, let's be nice. Let's be nice. <laughs> let's be nice. We're really wildly successful. We pay your wages. Oh, yeah. I shit. want my licence fee back. that. <laughs> chatting at the end about Australian chauvinistic culture cheers mate (laughs) (laughs) and museums and art and you know galleries full of tits and stuff honestly that's the stuff we we could never ever have imagined that that we would end up doing something like that when we started the podcast out people like you have totally got it so you have really helped us make it so I'm just saying uh, we are no we are we are great we made you feed Glover and don't you forget (laughs) Grateful. Yeah. So yeah, so onwards and upwards with the with the podcast then. I, the the glow is what a time to be alive in audio. Mm. I mean, you know, it is uh, it is a great time where you can be creative. Uh, you can do what you've done, which is go your own way, build your own brand, and all of that type of stuff. Uh, through the medium of extremely fine elucidating conversation but also we're not brave enough to do what you do which is we did a one we did one gig in public didn't we we did a pub the pub in Cardiff just before Christmas and I don't know how you two do it can I say I was I I turned to her just before we started doing it just what we 
agreed to do this because we just sit there. There was nothing written down. Oh, but we, it was brilliant. We had a pub full of incredible people. They were brilliant people, I should say, and I love I love South Wales anyway. But um, I did. I just. It really was genuinely terrifying. Yeah. Was it? Uh, yeah. Did you not get high off it? That's what I, I, I did love, love it. it on the way back on the train. I thought, well, that was really good. That was yeah. Really, I'm really glad we did that. But it's a, sitting in a studio at Broadcasting House with with your structured live Radio Four program is an absolute piece of piss compared to that. Mm. It really is, and I just don't think we can say that often enough. Well, there we go. I think we should have some scummy mummy confessions. Yes, yes, yes. You. yes. Now, I, I've got one. Oh, go for it. Um, I was I was at my neighbour's house uh, two nights ago having lovely chat. Uh, my neighbour had kindly just signed uh, my daughter's passport forms. Excellent story. A great story. Oh, hell, this is worse than yeah. the story about. The... <laughs> anyway, anyway, we were just about to leave. I was doing the wind up. We're standing at the front door in the, in the foyer, and my daughter came up behind me and did a massive cuddle, like but almost like a Heimlich kind of mum we must go <laughs> and at that moment she squeezed my abdomen so hard I let off one oh, of the biggest God. farts I have ever done and it was oh. like like a trumpet no worry. <laughs> <laughs> a trumpet it was like like a, like a baritone sax <laughs> in your neighbour's in my neighbour's house what kind of hallway do they have just a, you know like just uh, quite large yes open plan sort of house oh open plan oh. so, so it was in that sort of bit going out of the house so do you think they put on a scented candle after you laugh? <laughs> we just we all nearly wet so up. they heard it they definitely heard yeah, it yeah 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 oh, we no. all started laughing very hard and then her sons came down saying what's going on <laughs> and then my neighbour just went Helen farted <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot going on on the streets. So no. it, it was a big day. Anyway, Aww. there we are. That was my scurry confession. Lovely. Uh, what about you two? Have you got something you'd like to share? Well, I do pick a lot of food up off the floor and eat it. <laughs> and, I, and I've always done that. Uh, I actually think I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I would be probably half a stone lighter if I didn't eat as I cook the evening meal. You know, you're yes, trapped I in the kitchen. Yes. Uh, and I'm normally listening to a bit of Sarah Cox. So it's great to have Sarah Cox on Radio 2, actually, now at that time, because like, you can fling that on, a bit of music. Makes me, she makes me laugh. Um, you can't, it can't all be news and current affairs, people. It really can't. But I'm nibbling as I go along. So I'm, I know exactly what I'm making tonight, and mm. I know as I do it, I will eat three slices of cheese, uh, you know, the ready-sliced cheese, Got a real thing about smoked circular cheese. Oh, three is that like Austrian the Bavarian. one? Bavarian, Bavarian, very lovely. Oh, I like that one. Smoked cheese. Oh, it's available in a mini form at a breakfast oh, buffet. Yes, yes, it is. Wrapped. I eat that stuff though. But other people yeah. don't seem to like it. I like it. So then I'll have a couple of olives. Then I'll open the nuts. <laughs> um, then I'll think, oh, sod it, I may as well have some crisps. Yeah. Uh, and you then empty a packet onto the floor and then pick I them up. Drink, well, I did actually have a Budweiser last night because I found one discarded from my daughter's teenage party on Saturday so night. Just so, so I had a, I had a bottle yeah. of beer, I had <laughs> some olives, I had crisps, I had three slices oh, of circular smoked cheese, oh and God. then I had my dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Watched a bit of grumble so and uh, sorted myself out. <laughs> 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 what is grumble? It, grumble? You know what grumble is. I don't know. No. I, I didn't grumble. know either. It's, it's, it's the pornography magazine. <laughs> yes, it is. It is pornography. It is pornography, yeah. I didn't know what grumble was. A bit of grumble. Yeah. Ooh, we're on a line. I don't mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not is responsible. It fe- is it feminist ethical porn? Um, I don't. Is there such a thing? It's yes. organic. Well, we've talked about it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Actually, we probably asked the question: Is there such a thing? I'll have it written down for you. <laughs> good morning. Oh, um, she's doing the voice. It's a very good voice. Isn't it's it? not as good as so later, no, later in life, Jane could just farm herself out as a slightly saucy late night. Alexa companion, don't you Ooh, think? Oh, yes. I do think we've both got lovelier voices than Alexa. You should do what about? So, yes. You could do sex lines, phone sex lines. Yes. Do they still have them? I've interviewed people about working on like, I don't think it's much fun doing that, really. No, I don't think that's no. much fun. No, no. no. I was saying it'd be a change for you. It'd be a change. Yeah. Not much of a change. <laughs> <laughs> you still have to say vulva quite a lot. <laughs> vulva, I've got a mini. Vulvas are good. They're very reliable. <laughs> 
know how to make them the Swedes. They're really Jeez. good on rough terrain. Jeez, stop, stop. So oh, while you're ahead. Okay. Uh, Fee, have you a confession? Well, just on the food thing. So this is, Do you eat this when is you're awful. Cooking, I always do exactly yeah. the same thing. Mm. Exactly the same thing. Um, you know, to the point at which sometimes the menu has to change halfway through <laughs> cooking because it's all gone. <laughs> won't be coming with cheese no. now it's just <laughs> spaghetti uh, all the names has been cancelled very very much like that uh, so I once uh, this was I can't remember I think one of my kids was either two or three it was one of those birthdays where they were too young to really remember you hope mm. um, and I had made a cake I don't bother to do that type of stuff anymore but I'd made a cake and I'd iced it and everything and I was just really really hungry and quite tired before the party and I thought I just really want a slice of that cake (laughs) so you cut it to your child's birthday so I had a slice of cake and then I cut it into all of the different slices (gasps) and just slightly opened the slices out to make it look like (laughs) (laughs) to justify the sin Disgusting. Sold it to the other parents who came around and sold it. No, no, oh, it's much easier. <laughs> Pound a slice. Pre sliced. It's pre sliced. Welcome to my home. <laughs> it's thirty pounds a slice. Oh, no, you're brilliant. No, Don't you just scatter it with icing sugar? That always that was my mother's technique. Well, so Something there's, a yeah, bit, yeah. there's lots of you know there was lots of decoration you know yes. in that, that kind of chuck it at it. It wasn't you know. like half of Bob the yeah, Builder's well, face. But nobody. <laughs> no, exactly. There wasn't a missing H in Hector. <laughs> remember anyone uh, even batting an eyelid I think they totally oh. and utterly fell for so it she's nailed until it. now and they're yeah. here tonight uh, <laughs> yes yeah. welcome Gibson do you have a confession I don't know if I do no I don't think did something funny happen last night well, just oh. tell everybody where you were last oh night. Oh, my God. You told us, but... Yes. We were at, say, what were we at? We were at the launch of a new uh, pressure cooker. <laughs> <laughs> it was free wine, free, listener. Free wine. It was a lot of free... We were the first in, last out, as always. Uh, and uh, we, we were allowed to take friends, so we took two friends, yeah. and they were very How badly How did they behaved. launch it? They switched oh. it on? Did it blow up? What happened? A nice American lady... Crowd. It's like, as I did say to the PR lady, it's like a timeshare. You go and you have to watch a demonstration of the pressure cooker and then you get a three-course meal cooked yeah. in a pressure cooker. And, but the wine But I mean, nobody ever wants that. I mean, nobody ever wants a three-course no. meal cooked in a pressure no, cooker. they don't. No, really. it turns out they Nothing don't. Nothing says, I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> like a three-course meal oh, cooked in a pressure very cooker. Very soggy. Uh, nobody, and the waitress was lovely, um, mm. M, who we met. She's the only other person I've ever met in my life who has a kiwi fruit allergy. So we formed a support group. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Kiwi Fruit Allergy Awareness Week is next week. I think you should have me on Woman's Hour. I'm ready to talk There's about it. Not enough said about not it, Ellie. Really. Oh, not I'm enough so people know about sorry, it. Sorry, my God. I, I had no idea there was such suffering out there that I hadn't been made aware of. Yeah. It's a tickly okay. throat if we're near a fruit platter. Yes. It's, not, it's no good. <laughs> Hashtag free me from God. the Kiwi. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome. I'll be so I'll be round at what te- quarter to ten. Yeah, well yeah. nine thirty. We like the guests to come. Yeah, make me a cup of tea. Uh, well, I won't pass it, but I'll find somebody who can. Yeah, be a yes, Jenny can do it. Jenny, <laughs> Jenny can do it. She has her pinny on all the day. Yeah. Like she does the kitchen shit. All right, I'm, I'm, gone. 150 pounds. It's all right, so unlikely. It's an image I'm going to carry with me for the rest. This podcast. We must yes. end this podcast. We've gone for hours. Oh. So uh, your podcast is called Fortunately. Still is. And oh. people can get it from all the places. It's, it's award winning. It's, yes. it's no longer exclusive to BBC Sounds. But you can get it on BBC Sounds. You Hashtag go. keep the HRT patch fresh. <laughs> I'm due for a change tomorrow. I'm on oh. bad form today. I'll be so much better tomorrow. Uh, yes, and where can people follow you on, on Twitter? I mean, do you care about all that? Yeah. 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 Yes. Love a follower. Jane Garvey won. At Twitter. On, on Twitter. On Twitter. Yes. Uh, yes, so I'm at Fifi Glover on Twitter. And I don't have a blue tick. Someone asked me about yeah. that. I just oh, can't be the BBC got me a tick. Okay. Did they? Yeah. Mm. Talk to the people for you. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. And we're at Scummy Mummies, aren't we, Ellie? Yes, and uh, you can get tickets for our shows from scummymummies.com. Thank you so much oh, for coming on the podcast you and much. for Lovely all your advice you. and for being an inspiration yes. and a legend. To, for older people. No, yeah. an inspiration <laughs> to younger people that the future may not be quite as bloody awful as they might have been led to expect. You can have a good time. Who well, knew? Well, some of the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can. Come on, you can. You we can. are. We are. Come on, we're rocking it. When we're That's not feeling a wee, we're rocking it. <laughs> Every three minutes. Right, okay. I can see Jane clenching. We've right. got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
can we always go. wave the microphone and clap at the yeah, end of one of them. Sorry, what were you going to say? Do you watch that show, Private School Girl, the Australian... What's her name? Oh, yeah, yeah, Jermaine. yeah. Jermaine. My daughter does yeah. a really good Jermaine. <laughs> Jermaine! And she says to her mum, I told you to be fucking here at three minutes past six. You've arrived at two minutes. And it's set in Cape Town. <laughs> Jermaine! I really do object. I'm good at accents. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. Um, like Helen is. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.